So hello guys. Well good evening. And we're back um, to discuss a very typical topic that has been hushed in our community. So today I am going to still talk about, um, well I'm still on the area of sex and um, the African American culture. Or in the Christian culture, let's just make it broad. So, upon my studies, I have found out that a lot of people, or a lot of different households, view sex on a different basis. Um, As being um, one of the selected people that... thoughts that really matters was my own (laughs) and so I was like let me see how my thoughts and my opinions about sex differ from um, other people so I have done a hell of a lot of research and I came across um, this 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 topic should we teach our children or should we teach um, well even ourselves as women to wait for sex or do we you know adhere to um the male's perspective which is you know i'll wait but you know they feel that they're not gonna wait as long and that's like according to the world's culture so some of the women that i've interviewed um have shared their thoughts as to where they feel like sex is a part of a relationship or a courtship Now, according to the Christian community, we teach morals and principles that says that God says to wait for sex until you're married. And I've been baffled by this discussion because I've been in um, a couple of courtships to where the issue of sex is pivotal. Pivotal. It could either break a relationship or it could break a relationship. And so my standpoint at this is like, I'm rolling with God. You know what I'm saying? Because I came out of a relationship that was 10 years to where I didn't even know that I was sinning. And that's what a lot of young people out here today, we don't know that fornication is a sin. We don't know that sin leads to death it leads to diseases it leads to unborn uh, children it leads to unwanted pregnancies and so we want to take the precautionary measures to to kind of avoid some of those things before you know before it's our time but like I said I'm not a judge you know I was in some some things to where I didn't even believe in the ideal concept of marriage itself I thought all marriages (laughs) went a way that I that I grew up seeing, um, which you know changed my thoughts of it. You know, as a little girl, everyone wants to walk down that aisle in that big old you know beautiful white dress, but statistically, you know, not all is possible. So I've on my journey, I've seen that you know we don't get married for a wedding because that's the that's the fairy tale standpoint. But the reality of it is. How do we stay married or what's the process that we take in order to even obtain a marriage? And here's what I've found out. 
Marriage is a job. It's not something to wear. Oh, it's not a thing. It's, it's, a, it's a duty. It's a civic duty. It's the way that you serve God. It's not, okay, I'm going to get married so I can have some children. It's, no, that's a worldly perception. Oh, I'm going to get married because I need some help paying my bills. No. Oh, I'm going to get married because I really like this guy. And I, I want him to stay around for, you know, a long time. No. All of those uh, ideals will have you in a, in, a, in, a, in a range of a divorce. Because marriage is long-term. Marriage is, is like, do I want to take this job to where I'm not going to be fulfilled? Or do I want to be in a position to where I want to be fulfilled? Marriage is a fulfillment of your purpose in life. If you know you do not like, let's say you wouldn't pick a job as a waiter. Marriage may not be for you at this point. You know what I mean? Until you know you've done some growing and some some outreach searching. But marriage in itself is a symbol of Christ in our community. Um, It's a symbol of unconditional love. So if you know that you're irritable or the way he chew his gum just then <laughs> marriage is not for you right now because it's you have to love somebody through their pain. You have to love them when their past show up. You have to love them even though they got that little piece of broccoli stuck in their teeth. You have to love them even though they nag and fuss. You have to love it's long term. It's until death do you part. And you may even have to love somebody through infidelity. You know, that's a big discussion. That was one of my biggest topics. I was like, I'm not getting married for nobody to cheat on me. And then you think I got to take you back. And then I had to realize, girl, psh, marriage ain't about you. You selfish. You don't need to be getting married. No way. You know what I'm saying? You just need to chill back. You don't even need to be in a relationship because mistakes happen. But when they do happen, we have the ultimate choice to say, you know, that was a mistake. Or if you make the same mistake twice, that's not a mistake. That's a choice. So you have to look at your partner. And understand if you chose the right partner. So marriage is something that you have to be called into. And you have to be equally yoked. Uh, according to scriptures, God says, do not be unequally yoked. And unequally yoked, a lot of people say that, but nobody's teaching about it. Un- yoked means you have the same type of standards, the same type of belief. You share in the same mind. You love Christ like I love Christ. You want to be married until death. You don't believe in cheating. You don't believe. That's yoke. Okay, so. That's just some of the things that I've looked at and I've, you know, searched about. You know, I've joined uh, many of ministries. And one of the biggest things was how do you stay married? Um, You stay married through forgiveness. That's my ultimate thing. And it's not up to you to decide on what you should forgive because there's no sin bigger than the other. But it's three sins that I talked about, you know, today three biggest sins that God does not forgive is adultery it's fornication and it's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit those are three things that you know God you 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 will you know spend a little time you know repent for but those are the things that God don't forgive and so when you walk into marriage you want to already have the mindset of, of I'm serving someone I'm serving Christ by loving this person. And that's how you look at it. And when you change your mind frame about that, it's not even about that person. It's about the purpose person that God has placed in your life for you to love. And you're not perfect either. So that person got to love you through some of your flaws. And so we all have to be accepted. So the first step in love 
And I'm going to stop it right here for today is self-acceptance. Do not walk and expect to be married if you haven't accepted yourself for who you are today. And y'all be blessed out there. Y'all ask these pivotal questions and you, you will come to find out what equally yoke means. Ask these questions when you're out on dates. You know what I'm saying? Don't be asking how many children you want to have, what kind of car you want to drive. Save those basic questions for your friends. But when you're looking forth to share a space with someone, you want to ask these type of questions. What was your childhood like? Where did you grow up? Who were you raised by? Were you raised in a two-parent household? Because some people bring baggage. And so you have to make sure that that person is not a demon. You have to make sure that you're not dating a devil and you expecting God to bless it because he won't. You are his prized, excuse me, his prized possession. Your body is a temple of God. Your body is made to serve God. And once God bless you with someone, your body will be made to serve them. So you have to look at that. Y'all ask these questions on these first dates and dating will get easier for you. Y'all be blessed. Keep God first.